The Commons Good podcast team is sitting down with the All-America City 2020 finalists to learn more about the work and the individuals helping to steward it forward. In this episode of the All-America City podcast mini-series, we have the opportunity to connect with Alice Keene of Pitt County, North Carolina. Let's jump in. I have been very blessed to spend my whole career in one community. And as you know, that's, um, that doesn't happen very much anymore. And, um, you know, I never knew where I would end up, but I always thought that I would know what it was I was supposed to do. And I came to, to ECU to school and, and again, was just looking for a job, was fortunate to get a job with Greenville Parks and Recreation and spent four and a half years there developing their first year-round programs for people with disabilities. And um, we started Special Olympics in our community during that time. And um, I, I loved what I was doing. And the community schools legislation came along in the state of North Carolina. That was about using school facilities, not closing those doors at three o'clock in the afternoon and all weekend. And the very fact that those school facilities belong to every single person in the community, not just to the principals or the coaches or just to education. It should be used for everyone. And I really thought that was that was a great idea. It was it touched me as as something that could have the potential for really changing communities and and certainly making more resources available to people. So um I got in touch with our school system when they indicated they were going to be a part of the first 67 community schools programs in the state of North Carolina. And actually what was happening in our county was for a number of years prior to that, that was 1977, Pitt County had been interested in parks and recreation, but they simply couldn't figure out how to do it because we were sitting here with Greenville. The city of Greenville is one of the biggest parks and rec programs in the state at that time and then you had nine other municipalities and a whole lot of rural area in our county and they were like how are we going to do it so when community schools legislation came along of course parks and rec people were very familiar with that legislation and some were kind of afraid because they didn't know if these people were going to start trying to take over some of the things they were doing and then there were others who went, went, wow, this just gives us another opportunity to maybe partner and expand what we're doing. So, so in our case, our Board of Education and our county commissioners saw this as a great opportunity. And they said, hey, let's go into this hand in hand. Let's make this community schools and recreation. Let's combine these two because in any large rural county, to do parks and recreation, you're going to have to use school facilities. There's no other way around it. And it should be that way. I really believe we were fortunate to get a CPPW grant because the people in our state division of public health, had, we'd had a lot of experience with them. We, we had a great relationship. But the thing they knew about Pitt County was we work together and we share. And they knew if we got one of these grants, that was exactly what we were going to do again. And so when we talk about, you know, dollars to address policy and environmental change that, in fact, has and continues to 
enhance all of our futures. We just didn't have those dollars. And this gave us a chance to, to change some of the policies, to, to get approved new policies. For instance, in our case, we had wanted a staff wellness program for years for our school system. Now, our county has one of the best probably in the country, but we were not able to, to do one for the school system. Well, through the CPPW grant, we were able to generate some incentives, write a policy, which, by the way, was one of the first true policies for staff in the country um, because of that funding, because of that initiative. And that's influenced all the years since then. As I've been fortunate enough to spend my whole career in Pitt County, when I look around at other agencies, key agencies, and even our department heads within the county, we've got folks that have got 20, 25, 30 years of service to Pitt County. Now, my observation tells me that that makes a real difference. One, we've had a chance to build relationships. You know, one of the things I, I talk to young professionals a lot about is relationships are so critical to, to your career. And sometimes young people right now don't quite understand that. And, and you can't do it by yourself. You have to build relationships. But just like every single relationship in our life, our work relationships take time. I think another thing is we've, we've remembered to recognize, to, to honestly recognize all the partners when, when we're successful and we celebrate a new trail in the park or expansion of the um, community garden or the expansion of the farmer's market, we don't forget those, those departments and those, the Vita Health Foundation who gave us the seed money. So when, that, when you, you work together, you collaborate, you put your resources on the table and take your hands back as John Menges taught us in this county many years ago, and then you're successful, then we celebrate, but we don't forget to say the farmer's market was a part of this or a CDC grant through our health department made this possible or by the health foundation. So we, we try to honestly remember all the partners and celebrate the partners. So again, it's we collectively are able to do these things. And then I think every time you're successful, that generates a kind of um, camaraderie, a kind of enthusiasm, a kind of buying a little bit more into that we, which is what you have to have for collaboration. We've done a, a lot in the West Greenville area, which is low income, um, um, area and and one of the things that we as pit partners for health has tried to do is work with the community rather than for the community and when we you know kind of each year well when we do our community health and needs assessment pit partners for health always chooses our top three or four priorities so obviously doing some work in that community was a priority. We went in and talked with a lot of the key leaders in that community. And one of the things they said is, okay, 
if you're really interested in helping us as a community, come in and get to know the community and, and stay for a while. In other words, obviously with the university, um, they had experienced a lot of people wanting to do projects in their community. So they would come in and they had, they had a grant. So that grant went for two years or three years or whatever. So they came in and whatever the focus was, they worked for the community in that two or three years. Well, guess what? When the grant was gone, they were gone. And so they said to us, come and be a part of our community. Let your work be a part of the community so that it's sustainable, that you get community buy-in and that we seek ways of continuing these efforts versus the grant ended, we're sorry, kind of thing. So through our health department, we were able to um, start what we call the West Greenville Health Council, trying to get people in the community involved. That work, and that was a grant, that work has kind of transitioned over to ECU, to some people in their social work department in the College of Health and Human Performance. And, and again, it's still, it, it is still going. They have built on the number of people involved in the community, but that's, that's an example of trying to work with instead of for and realizing that we, if we're really serious about making sustainable changes, we've got to be there and we've got to continue to work with those communities. I was talking with our sheriff, which, you know, you, you may know she was, I think she was probably the first female African-American sheriff. I know she is in North Carolina. She, she was talking about the needs to empower people and, and not just, you know, she says sometimes what, what inadvertently we do, we don't mean to, is is we actually enable people to do negative things versus empowering them to to build their skills to build their internal resiliency so that they go beyond where they are in a positive way and and in her eyes that's empowerment and since being elected she has already put two new programs in our sheriff's department. And as a community, we are so excited about that. In addition to that, she's um, developed a relationship with Pitt Community College so they can send instructors into the detention center. And they're really encouraging um, the people there to further their education. If they don't have a GED, please get that GED. And if they do, let's start on a community college curriculum. Let's start on a four-year uh, curriculum. And she's, she is really, really big on that. And she's really committed to that. And, and she's, again, it's, it's empowering people in a very positive way to give them the skills that, that will lead to a healthier life. I, you know, over the years, and this seems simplistic, but but to me, it kind of gives people a visual of that whole idea. And and I like it a lot. And it's that old saying that says, give a boy a fish, feed him for a day. Teach a boy to fish, and he feed him for a lifetime. 
and and more and more through our organizations through our collaborations that's what we're trying to do in Pitt County is to is to help people um, you know gain the skills deal with issues that they may have that are that are personal internal issues to be able to be better but then also going back to the old CPPW days you know build a community I mean we we say all the time with physical activity we can't tell people to go out and be more physically active if we don't have any place for them to be physically active you know the little the little ones come to the park and their little um pedal toys or their bicycles well a lot of people families don't have a place where they live that they can do that um so again we've got to have environmental changes the policies that support that and then wherever you happen to be whether it's the medical community or incarceration and law enforcement or whether it's the health department whether it's parks and recreation whether it's a hospital we've got to have supports that help people move forward in a positive way i'm sure there there are people no matter what we're trying to do say well that won't work or we tried that before and it and it didn't work well you know today is a new day you know there there are at least some circumstances and i think a lot of times those circumstances may come down to um the personalities if you want to say that or or just the true grit the will of a person to say we you know we want to provide a better life you know and, and whatever level that is i mean you know there are people that i mean this this part was was a cornfield you know and and there were people that said y'all can't ever you never gonna build a park out here you know or the county commissioners are never going to give you the that land to build a park it's far too valuable but there was a group of people who said well we're going to keep telling them why they ought to do this <laughs> we're going to keep telling them and keep in every way we can why this is a positive thing you know no matter what's happening in the world we never feel like we're there by ourselves we know that that as the person we go to at the end of the day you're there for us and if we run into a barrier you're going to be there for us and you're going to help us figure out how to get beyond it i feel that way about many people again that collaboration within our county you know her staff is like my staff our staff over here is like her staff because we just that's the kind of relationships we have and and that's what gives me hope for the future when you don't when when you go to work every day and you you don't feel like you're alone and sure ours is parks and rec james and his staff over there they're planning there's health there's you know there's engineering and all the others but there's a sense of there's a thread that binds us and that is where we're pitt county you know this is our home this is our community Hail America City Voices are brought to you by the Commons Good podcast team at Community Initiatives, 
and the Institute for People, Place, and Possibility. On the podcast, we talk stewardship and starting points for learning and acting together to secure intergenerational well-being and equity for all. We do this by making visible the practices and progress of community pace setters, sparking dialogue about what it'll take to create legacies of dignity and inclusion, and by building the civic muscle needed to expand the vital conditions we all need every day to thrive. This new mini-series is developed in partnership with the National Civic League and the All-America City Awardee finalist. We believe people working together build better communities and invite you to share the podcast with your fellow changemakers.